With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spill the beans, Dr. Jen. Spill it. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about your dating life. Don't be shy. Uh, oh, wow. You just didn't waste any time from our last episode nope. <laughs> diving into this topic. <laughs> I want to know what makes you tick, Dr. Chen. Yeah, well, apparently no one's found out yet. So, <laughs> 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 I'm still single. Um, That's by choice. Uh, well, yeah, uh, that is true. Uh, not I willing to settle. I would, yeah, I would love to find a partner um, who feels on par with me in my life. So that would be fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think it's interesting just to talk about. Yeah, so in starting in July, I started going on, you know, COVID dates uh, with people and just men and like meeting. It's actually the dates have been lovely because if they're outdoors, you got to get kind of more creative. So I've had dates like in Balboa Park with, you know, you, you bring in a little, you sneak in a little wine and they pick up like a really good food, dinner and you lay out blankets and you cool. talk um, up in the, like in Del Mar on the grassy area over the ocean at sunset, um, like a whole picnic out there. I think you just got, gave like, away your location, by the way. Hi, what's it? You just gave away your location with that wine. Oh. You know, the cops will be waiting. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that one, I think we smuggled in like some whiskey or something. That's random. awesome. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh, like just had a bonfire date um, in an evening, which was really lovely down by the bay. So it, they've actually been really, I mean, and then some of them have been in like outdoor, you know, bar restaurants, grab a drink, grab some food because like in San Diego, we're so lucky. There's so many, like, I really love the outdoor spaces people have created. They're really lovely. Right. So anyway, but it's a, it's a joke, you know, and talking to all my friends and my single friends, because then if somebody kind of starts, they've been on a date or two with somebody, they're like, are you going to, you're going to, you're going to cross the COVID barrier, you know, you're going to like, which is a kiss, like a freaking kiss is now like a big deal. I know it's <laughs> safer is, to have unprotected sex now than it is to kiss. <laughs> Well, in terms of the spread of COVID, it's safer to have like doggy style sex where you're facing different directions than to kiss. I know it's insane. So, um, yes. So is that how you end your first date now instead of a kiss? Yeah. I was like, can we just jump to the top? (laughs) It's the new first kiss. The bases have moved all around now because of COVID. No, doggy style is not what turned me off. She wanted to kiss way too fast. (laughs) Yeah. So no, so it's like, I, you know, I take it more seriously if I want. And the thing is, I, you know, sadly, unfortunately, most of the men I go on first dates with, I'm not interested in kissing. So in that way, it has made it kind of easier. Um, at least, and now I'm like, you know, hugging goodbye and stuff like that. But at least earlier on, we were just kind of like waving to each other. And I was like, you know, waving from five feet away. I was like, <laughs> right. nice to meet you. Have a great night. Bye. You're not worth the car. risk. And I was like, yes, I don't even have to have the awkwardness of maybe we're going to kiss or not. It's been lovely. But wait, so um, what is it that would, I guess that's missing? For, well, I don't want you to get too personal because if any of the gentlemen listen, yeah. I know you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but no, I don't want to be rude. It, okay. So, so then instead of what's been missing, 
what might you be looking for for a second date? Is there is there any connection whatsoever? Well, maybe that's too deep too. I don't know how to ask no, any questions I mean, without hurting anybody's feelings. Well, actually, one of, we've talked about it on here a lot before. My biggest pet peeve on first dates. Can you remember? Do you remember what it is? Yes. Doggy <laughs> style. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. No. Um, do you remember? If I recall, if I recall, I, I think you, I believe you said that it was where there's no boundaries, where they just think you're there to be touchy feely. If I remember. No, not at all. That's how, oh. that's what, to, that's how you want to envision me in the sex field, I think. <laughs> well, no, no, meaning you don't like when it moves too fast. No, I know, I know. Well, hold on. Um, no, I don't remember your pet peeve. Yeah. Not opening your car door. No. It's like I don't even know you right now. So you don't know me at all, Clint. Where, where um, have we been for the past two years? I don't once know. A week? Hey, what are you getting me for Christmas? <laughs> you don't even know that I want hammer, nails, and a new bandsaw. I did not know that. <laughs> you don't even know me. I don't know you either. It's too close. <laughs> no, I'm just um, I don't remember. Hold on. Give me. I, it's give me funny. Three I wonder if our listeners listening right now are like, Clint, I know this. Oh I'm my sure God. I, there's no way I haven't talked about it on here. I must, I, because this is something that drives me crazy, and I talk about all the time. Oh, oh, being on time. Oh. Oh no. Okay, two more. I showed up like three minutes late to our call every time I do. That's no, true. I don't care. I mean, I don't be more like 10 minutes or more like is rude, but otherwise I don't care. No. Pet it's, peeve. Wait, it's their... don't. <laughs> okay. Don't. <laughs> uh, they've got to be able to carry on a conversation. In what way? Be open about themselves and their sex life. No. Their mom. No. What do you mean their mom? I don't know. <laughs> Be open about their mom. Life. <laughs> like they still breastfeed at 45? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my, that got really weird. That did get weird. I don't know what it is then. Um, That they're able to ask me meaningful questions about me and really get to know me. See me and know me. Have I have not talked? Like that's my biggest pet peeve is men, they talk about themselves. And the thing is, I like... I'm on a date with you because I'm interested in you and I want to get to know and I want to know what matters to you and I want to know about your work and I want to know what you're passionate about and what your challenges are and, okay. and your hobbies. Like that all genuinely matters. And then I feel like I go on these dates and these men and they share like vulnerable things and I was like, and they feel very connected to me and they feel very seen by me and understood by me. I'm not getting that in return. Okay, very you did tell me in a different way. You and did. And for me, that matters in terms of asking questions, asking follow-up questions, like this, this curiosity, this like depth of curiosity about me. And so I actually, because I want to write a blog on this and I started one a couple months ago, I interviewed four male friends of mine, all of whom I've dated in one way or another, who were all really good at that. And I asked them like, where did you get this skill? And one of them was like, oh, I didn't know I had that skill. <laughs> and I was I like- I just care. He's literally the only dude I went on like multiple dates with this year, you know? So, I mean, during COVID. Um, and then I asked some other ones and some of them, like one of them, his grandfather had been really good at it. And he could talk to anybody and he noticed that and liked it as a skill. And then he also had that own, it's this intellectual curiosity to really, to know that there's always something to learn that's interesting in other people. And like bringing it to the point of like, what makes them tick? Like, how do they move through this world, you know? And giving them the space. And then I asked, what did the other ones say? Um, 
another one just realized that it's like it just he could really connect with people and it made people feel good um, you know that's funny you say that because that is what i love about radio i love doing interviews i love this type of style thing because mm-hmm. i truly when i have whether it's a, a you know a rock star or and it's not very often it's not like i'm you know hanging out with the rock stars, but when the opportunities come up or movie stars or even TV personalities or whoever you, it doesn't matter. I really enjoy interviewing because I'm genuinely curious about them. You totally have that skill. I mean, it's why I loved when we got to work together once a month on the morning television show, you know, and I said, I go, just be present with me and ask real questions. You know, and that's yeah. why I loved you as a morning television host. Well, so. I rem- and I appreciate that. And I remembered you saying to me that very thing and said, <laughs> I, you listen when I talk. Yeah. And I, and I do. It led to, yeah, sure. I was trying to stay on a timeline. And yes, I was trying yeah. to ask certain questions from the get-go, but you would lead me into other curious questions, which I think our dynamic together was good. By the way, yeah. speaking of uh, San Diego Living a couple years ago, I just by accident on this very thumb drive... <laughs> right here. Yeah. Found the very first episode I ever did. Didn't oh. even realize. Now I've got them all in, yeah. a, in a hard drive somewhere. Yeah. But this just happened to be in a baggie with about six or seven other ones, eight other ones. And I started looking through all of them and I went, oh my God, that's, oh, oh I was wrong. It's this one. It's this oh, one. Okay, but anyway, um, there it was. And I rolled <laughs> up on awesome. that motorcycle looking like a dork in a horrible salmon colored shirt. Remember that? <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, well, I was your practice interview. I was one of your practice interviews. So I never saw your first actual. Oh, that's right. Because you right? came I like two weeks get, later when I, I was really on. I helped get the job. Yeah. You and someone else. And I, right. I can't remember who and I feel bad. Oh, I think it was Whitney. Whitney who did the oh, cooking. The, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I, I got to reach out to her. That's anyway. Awesome. Yeah. So God, that listen. That was so much fun. Wait, so I want to, I know, I know, I want to, I want to. Because I figured something out about why I think this matters to me so much on dates, but maybe doesn't matter to other people. But my any, so we've been talking about the Enneagram, that personality typing yep. system. Yep. <laughs> and I, I've been talking to everybody about it. I'm like halfway through my course now. Um, and oh, my friends, um, Josh and Rebecca have started listening to this show. Hey, Josh and Rebecca. Beck, Hello, and, Josh and Rebecca. And because of listening to this, then they took the Enneagram and then they've talked about it and then they sent me the results and they were sharing about it. So anyway. That makes and hello, happy. Boston Rob. Hey, Tiffy. Yeah, yeah. Rob took it for me also a, like a month ago. Um, we're still talking about the Enneagram, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, I know. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounded a little awkward. <laughs> yes, it did. I um, didn't kiss Rob, but. <laughs> um, okay, now you got me off track. <laughs> so you were saying, no, 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 you were genuinely Oh, yeah, curious. so I realized, so my Enneagram type, I'm a three-wing two, and I am, my type is in the types that are called the heart center, and what most matters to them is to be seen is to be, and, and for me, that's like to be seen and known for like who I really am and to care about that and have the skills to ask that. And just as I provide the space for other people for that, I want somebody who can witness me in that way. And I realized that through the Enneagram, I was like, oh my God, no wonder this matters so much to me because that's how I feel connected to other people. Wow. Um, and it's, but I didn't realize like it's a skill that people think they have, but don't realize they don't actually have. Um, and so like, I don't, so that's why most people don't get past a first date. I mean, there's huh. other reasons also, but that's been one of my, um, biggest ones. Cause somebody that I can have like a real conversation. Cause I remember saying this one guy, I was like, you're so good at asking questions. He's like, 
your life and job are so interesting. How could I not ask questions? I was like, tell me about it. Nah, so I'll that's go good. But, oh yeah. Yeah. But now anyway, is, when I was this with this person? This. When was this person? These always happen. Wait, which one? This person who's, you know, your life is so interesting and all this. Oh yeah. I'm still, I'm friends with him. Yeah. We're actually oh, still good. hanging okay. out as friends. Yeah. Well, that's no, good. At least you're keeping that going. Cause no, yeah. Right. Cause he's a great guy. Yeah. So uh, anyway, wait, I want to say there was, uh, I don't want to go into details on this, so don't ask, but there was somebody who was messaging me through a dating app um, who we almost went on a first date with and then found we were not, let's say, politically aligned. Um, but we had some really good messaging back and forth and he started listening to the show. So he must've Googled me from the app, started listening to our show message. He's like, oh, I listened to a bunch of episodes this weekend. He loves screwball whiskey and he oh, gave yeah. me a suggestion that I'd never heard of. That's what I wanted to share. Cause we did shots of screwball peanut butter whiskey for our hundredth episode. And I've got a story um, for you in a minute about that this weekend. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um, and he said, take it, you get it in like a, a tumbler glass that has like a, um, I don't know, like a ridged rim, like a slated rim or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I know and what he's talking about, yeah. Right, and then you put some salt in it. And so then you, I think you you lick oh, salt. Oh, it's sweet, savory. Yeah, well, yeah, and so like it's peanut butter and like salt yeah. flavors. Yeah, so you get a little bit of the salt, you wait a few seconds, and then you take a sip of the peanut butter whiskey. I was like, oh, so I have not tried that yet. I just wanted to throw that out there. I, I'm, I'm out of the whiskey from this past weekend. <laughs> I've, I've done really well. I did 34 days on the whole 30. So 30 is the day oh, and we still yeah. did four more days. Good. We went to my father-in-law's Saturday night and I had a glass of wine and kind of ate badly. So no big deal. Yeah. Felt fine. Then with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sunday, two days ago. My buddy Jay and his wife, Melani come over with their daughter, Mia. We're all friends with the family. And Jay and I decided to tie one on. We start with two, a couple of white wines with our wives and move to uh, banana rum. I had some left over from like eight months ago when they came over in the fridge and it's so good. Jamaica, it's from Jamaica and it won't eat, they won't even ship it. It's the best banana cream rum you've ever had in your life. Can't get really? it. Yep. I, I'd be willing to pay oh 50 bucks a bottle for this and rum. And you just if drink it, it on its own? Oh, you need nothing. It's like candy. Oh my God, that sounds good. Well, then I added screwball whiskey to it and so did he. <laughs> and it was amazing. Then we ran out of that and added, now these aren't all full bottles. These are like, <laughs> and then, then did fire whiskey from Jack Daniels. Oh. Then looked at my wife and he goes, hey, you have coffee at the shop or here? I go at the shop, not here. I go, I can't drive, neither can you. He goes, I know. And we looked at my wife and she goes, fine, I'll drive you. It's five minutes away from the house. So <laughs> Sunday afternoon, like a couple of teenagers, we hop in the back of her car. Junk asses. <laughs> yep. And, and, and his wife didn't mind staying with Gavin and Mia while we were you know, here. And Dylan, she hung out with the kids for, you know, we were gone for about 30 minutes. So we went over there, we get his coffee. He pays me because he's, he's, you know, wants to give it to his clients for, because he loves the coffee. And I'm so grateful Aww, that he wants, likes awesome. the coffee. Well, Three Frogs Brewing is next door. So I go, dude, you know, they did a collaboration with my drunk monkey. It's called Drunk Monkey Golden Stout. He goes, let's go get some. So we did. <laughs> Wait, and we got there. Where's your wife at this point? In the car. And she's totally <laughs> okay with it. 
So, she, so we go in there and we get two crowlers, which are can growlers. And that's basically 32 ounces of, co- of beer. We get two of those. So that is two beers each by the time we're done with these two cans when we get back home. Oh my God. I think that's what did us in. I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, puked in my sink. Oh, I, oh yeah. like how could you not? All of oh, yeah. those like flavors and oh, yeah. sugars added oh, yeah. and all. Especially oh. after me doing yeah. so well for 34 yes. days. No, and that's true. The healthier I eat, the more, if I do something unhealthy, the shittier it makes me feel. It was horrible. Yeah. Such oh. a fun time. We play Cards <laughs> Against Humanity drunk. And, right? Oh so God, I, I look at him and I'm like, man, I'm feeling buzzed right now. And he goes, oh, dude, I'm liquored. I got to stop. I got to drink water. Well, I found out that he, in his car, they had those doggy poop bags because they bought they brought their Frenchie over to talk, play with our Frenchie. <laughs> he, they live in South County. And it's about a 25-minute drive, maybe. Oh, shit. Puked. Three times, three baggies at full. Oh, my God. And those hold a lot. Oh, my God. So passed out on his couch, still worked the next day just fine, Uh, as did I, but I felt like garbage. Here's what sucks for me. (laughs) He's younger, so he pukes before he goes to bed, and then he's probably better throughout the night and the morning. Right, that's true. What's happened to me the last two or three times, and I think I've only puked from drinking, no joke, eight or nine times in my entire life. That's Uh, not a ton. No, it's not. For being 51 years old. Yeah. It's more than I would like. And I thought I was smarter than that. But the last three times I've gone to bed fine. Then I wake up in the middle of the night. I have to sit up. I go downstairs and then I puke. I don't get it. Like when I was younger, if I made it to bed and didn't puke, I was good. Right. But now it's like, it's the after effects. So I am well, not doing we, that crap again. Metabolizing it really differently with age. I guess so, it, it's not oh, worth it. Oh, it feels horrible. I know that feeling. I oh. know. Billy Madison's oh. on the TV, or, uh, you know, on HBO. I'm trying to laugh, but I'm nodding off. And then I'd wake up and be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, and I ran over to my kitchen sink, ran the, ran the, uh, the garbage disposal with the water. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day I was oh, so, yeah. so, no, I didn't eat until like a tiny bit of lunch and then a little dinner last night. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't even drink my morning coffee. I drank three swigs of it. Uh, and something just wasn't right. So uh, I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. And just, yeah, it was horrible. No, we can't do that shit anymore. Nope. And I told him two new rules. Come over again. Cause I had a blast with you. <laughs> if we're going to tie one on, let's do it on Saturday, not Sunday. Yeah. And he goes, agreed. I said, next we mix two drinks max. No oh, more yeah. like four different drinks. Uh, well, and the thing is, and I do think probably after your whole for the 30 also, like part of that is like you've really gotten your system like like sugar out of your system. Yeah. And so many of those drinks you mentioned have a lot of have sugar in them. That's part of why they're so good. Oh. Like the ban- banana one would have to, the peanut butter whiskey does, like all of them. And so I just think that combination of the sugar with the alcohol, the combining the different alcohols, the amount that you had, like that's, I feel sick listening to you talk about it. So. Oh, I- and it yeah. was even like on the counter that night when I was puking next to me on the left because we hadn't thrown the trash out yet. Because, you know, they're full bottles. So it's, yeah. or, I mean, empty bottles. And they're not right. just like little bottles. So I'm waiting to take the trash out in the morning. And I'm literally puking, looking to my left going, oh, God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So we were, you teased last time about sex on a first date. People yeah. that do that. But this was obviously before COVID times. It was. This was February of this year, right before COVID hit. In fact, COVID hit. In fact, February 5th, I think it was like four days before things started getting serious, hmm. if I remember correctly. I'm not sure. 
But anyway, so they did research of 30,000 single people in the UK, US, Canada, and Germany. So that's a big one. As many as 59% of daters are willing to get steamy under the sheets after meeting for the very first time. And it said it was, it found that German men and Canadian women are the most open-minded about how their date will pan out at the end of the night. And around half of Canadian, American, and British females are open to having sex on the first date with 59%, 48%, and 40% respectively agreeing to intimacy. And then men, it's 73% of British men, no surprise for me there, 64% of American males, and I actually think that's kind of low. Hmm. Um, and this was all for the idea of ditching the three-date rule before going to bed. Now, 72% of German men said, yeah, yeah, let's have sex on the first date, but their female counterparts are only 23% Whoa. for that idea. Yeah. So it's the dating oh. app Jaumo, J-A-U-M-O. Huh. And this is from 2011 as far as when that was founded, these two guys. Huh. And, and, and they asked their love searchers if they'd be open to having unprotected sex outside of a relationship. Surprisingly, people were open to it despite the risk. So, oh, yeah, that yeah. I know. Wait, so that the German thing is most interesting. 23% of women and like 78% of men. Something 72 men and, and 23% of women, yeah. Which that's that's a, a way out of balance. Yeah, that's uh, I that's that's curious to me, knowing at least some gender role stuff and sex around the world. I I had no idea. I wonder what that's about. Right? Wouldn't yeah. you think it's more like say sixty five forty five kind of thing, or sixty thirty, right. or right, right, seventy five fifty five? Yeah, yeah something mm -mm. like that. Maybe it's because they said, "Would you like? Would you like a hot dog on a stick? Would you? Yes, <laughs> stirs a baby oh. batter. Would you?" So their seduction techniques are lacking. Yes. Maybe that's I, it. I would agree. Yeah. Und you will hop on the von Strogen. <laughs> yeah, because the women are like, this is going to suck. Why would I want to have sex on the first date? <laughs> that's good. I think that's a valid, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't uh, like the strudel as much as we think they do. <laughs> I wish I could do accents. I don't. Every once in a while. All right. Uh, so there's something else here and I just, yeah. I, I got to hit you on this. We've only got probably about five minutes, but I think it's enough yeah. time to talk about it. You good for another subject? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah were you just German yeah. just there? <laughs> I, know. I was like, what was I doing? And yes. Let's go. According to a new survey from Durex condoms, one in five people say they never openly discuss sex with their partner. Think about that. One in five say they never openly discuss sex with their partner who I you should be. I know. I have those people as clients. I know. Okay. It depends on, I guess, have you ever talked about it or are you currently talking about it or have you talked about it in the past year? I know I have many friends and, uh, and clients who, yeah, no, they don't because it gets brushed under the rug. It becomes the elephant in the room. Okay. Are, are you talking about sex in your marriage? Um, I mean, it doesn't come up a lot. It's, it's just, I mean, we're busy. Uh, we do all that. You know how it goes. Come up uh, a lot. It doesn't seem to pop up a lot. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not as much as it used to. <laughs> but you know, Dr. Jen, I have to admit that is a hard conversation to ah, have. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and we have to be open to it, however. We do. It can get really raw. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so I'm not surprised by that. One in five, that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. Doesn't surprise you. This might. Okay. Maybe not though. You probably know this actually. For me, <laughs> I was like, what? This same survey also found that one in five people say they do talk to a certain someone about their sexual issues, their mom. How many people said that? One in five. That's a lot. Uh... That's 20% of people on average saying, hey mom, let me talk to you about the wood job last night. No joke. 
Seriously. Oh, that, no, you're right. I am stunned by that. I, I didn't know if you, yeah, see, I didn't know if you would be. So it's, it's according to a new survey by Durex Condoms. Like I said, one in five people say this, but the survey also found one in five people say they talk to their mom about their sexual issues on a regular basis. Is it, do they have the age of the people? Um, it doesn't say that. And that's, look at you with all these great, you always come up with something that's more detailed that this should have. Well, I should. I've been in this field for a long ass time. I know how shit works. I that should. is true. I guess if you didn't, you would suck at your job, but no, that's you're good true. at it. Um, it does not say that. It, you know, you should be the one that's putting on these surveys. But if the I survey found one, if I, okay, no, it do doesn't. That. And and they do say it's they doubt it's the exact same twenty percent of people who won't talk to their partner that talk to their mom, but there's probably at least some overlap. No, which I would yeah, agree with. my guess is there's little overlap there. Yeah. Um, because you're going to be comfortable talking to your mom. That's I'm wondering if there's younger generations if this is a thing, because I do not think not the generation we grew up with that was not a normal thing. Um, well, I agree with you. It was a taboo thing. But I'm thing. wondering if like because the iGen you know, or Gen Z and they're up to age, they're like 24 now and younger. They're, they're after millennials. I'm wondering because they, they kind of cling to their family more. They have less independence. Um, parents certainly have been trying to put more emphasis on like, I think teaching them about things like this, which is great. So there might be, um, more comfort in that way with younger generations. I, and I wonder if it's a difference between males and females. Um, I'm seems- sending you something right now oh, that yeah? we have to, because I was just looking for that survey so I could give you more information. And I was listening to what you were saying, but I was also looking because I was hoping we could get the ages, but I don't see it. Something yeah. else popped up. This must be a subject for next week. This is craziness. You want me to look it up? Or you I'm going to send me? it to you right now. Okay. But and all I'm going to do to tease, to tease our, our listeners, it should be to you here any second. This is me looking for it. It's a mom and a son and condoms, and I'm going to leave it right there. Is this in my email? Where do yep. I have to go? Should be. Okay. Should be there. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, oh. Yeah. So oh. just don't say anything else. We got to talk about that. What the hell? Oh, that's just to all right. Me the bizarre. headline yep. has me very uncomfortable. Me too. That's uh, why. I, that's why I want to talk about it. I want to make you squirm. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm like cringing right now. So okay, we <laughs> well we teased that one. <laughs> and on that note, Doctor Jen, I leave you wanting, don't I? <laughs> yes, wanting. The hell do I want anyway? I you want know. out of this podcast? <laughs> I want this to end now. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very uncomfortable subject we're going to talk about next week, having to do with a mom, a son, and condoms. We're going to leave it right there. Yeah, it just seems inappropriate. It does yeah. to me too. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I'll read it before the next time. So, anything else we're going to tease for next time? Eh, I, I don't know. I think we'll, we'll come up with some stuff here. We've got. Uh, yeah, it'll be Thanksgiving week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What size do you like? <laughs> Turkey, I mean. Uh, you know me. I don't like the meat. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.